0: Welcome fiends to the Double D Movie Night Podcast. Today's movie is The Lighthouse, released in 2019. So do you want to read the synopsis, or do you want me to do fun facts first? I'll do the synopsis. Okay.
1: The synopsis. Two lighthouse keepers try to maintain their sanity while living on a remote and mysterious New England island in the 1890s.
0: Okay. So we'll jump into fun facts, and then we'll get into the movie, which is super fun. Okay. Fun facts. Fun facts. The scene where Willem Dafoe's character gives the sea curse to Pattinson's character because he doesn't like his cooked lobster was shot in one single shot. And according to Robert Eggers, Willem Dafoe did not blink for over two minutes. That's why when I watched that scene, I went, I was like, (laughs) watching him, I was like, is he going to blink? Is he going to blink? Is he going to blink? He didn't blink. (laughs) Willem Dafoe uh, learned how to knit for this role. When he was doing that cute little granny thing in the corner. That was for real. That's
1: interesting because, I mean, you couldn't even really tell that he was knitting. <laughs>
0: well, yeah. I mean, it's
1: not like they zoomed in on him knitting, you know, to...
0: Well, I, I mean, it wasn't an important part right, right. of the story. But, that's I mean, that's... You know, the little things is what makes the movie what it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Oh, Dino's gonna explode. Uh-uh. Because it was shot on double X stock black and white, it requires much more light to get exposure, so they had to use about 15 to 20 times more light on set to actually see something on film. The crew put flickering 500 to 800 watt halogen bulbs in period-correct kerosene lamps that were only a few feet away from the actors' faces, resulting in the set being blindingly bright so the actors could barely see each other. Because of this, the crew would often wear sunglasses. Damn. Mm-hmm.
1: That had to be crazy.
0: Well, and that's why I kept going, how? Right? Why? Especially how?
1: the whole drunk scene.
0: Yeah, like, me...
1: That had to take some coordination.
0: It was really hard for me not to share that detail with you, uh-huh. only because I really wanted to tell you so that you could understand what these two dudes went fucking through. hmm uh-huh. Ugh. But it was shot so beautifully. So it, wasn't it had to be held in
1: that scene where he wasn't <laughs> Oh, I had to
0: be like staring into Satan's asshole. Uh, in 2012, Robert Eggers' brother Max first had the idea for a contemporary ghost story set in a lighthouse. After years of trying to get the witch made and failing, Eggers turned to his brother Max to work on this ghost story, but decided it had to be a period piece after he discovered a real life tragedy about two Welsh lighthouse keepers in 1801. But The Lighthouse was put on the back burner once The Witch was finally financed and started filming in 2014. Which I will be doing a bonus episode on the true story behind The Lighthouse. So yeah, keep your eyes peeled for that. If you haven't seen The Witch yet, you
1: should probably get on that.
0: Yeah, I mean, it doesn't even need a review. You should just go watch it. Sometimes I just watch it just to watch it. Uh It's beautiful. It's a beautiful movie. Anyways... Uh, Robert Eggers stated that the scene where Defoe's character's eyes shine the light on Pattinson's face is heavily influenced by the painting Hypnos by German painter Sasha Schneider from the year 1904. Do you know what that painting looks like? It's very I, similar. I
1: feel, yeah, I was going to say, I feel like I've seen it. I can't picture it right now, but I mean, it definitely...
0: I will uh, like put it Like, watching
1: a, the scene, I was like, you know... Mm, that
0: looks familiar. I'll post it on her Instagram and put it in the group so mm. you guys can see what we're talking about. It's a interesting painting. It's pretty creepy. Mm. I mean, very creepy. And Anyone that has lights coming out of their face is okay. a creep. Pattinson's and Defoe's facial hair was all real, but Pattinson had to dye his mustache dark because he's naturally dark blonde. Defoe's bad teeth were a prosthetic. And, and they looked like his teeth, but just jacked up a little bit. Yeah. Like the prosthetic was fucking beautiful.
1: Yeah, I was wondering how they did that because you his know, teeth are very I've seen specific. Movies with him before, and I was like, like this
0: and his smile <laughs> is who forgets that guy's smile? He's right. got the scariest smile. Yeah, Yeesh. but who knew he could grow a beard like that? <laughs> did you see that fucking beard I don't think, on him? I don't think I've ever seen him with his beard. hair was bananas too. Did you oh, see yeah. that? His hair was crazy. <laughs> Fuck. Um, when asked to describe the movie, actor or actor duh, 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 trash mouth, uh director writer Robert Eggers also used the same choice of words in every interview. Nothing good can happen when two men are trapped alone in a giant phallus. Um true. 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 That's a big dick war about to go down. Mm-hmm. Big dick energy, but in a bad way. Uh, the very first scene they filmed was Pattinson's masturbation scene, which he has a couple. <laughs>
1: Get that out of the way.
0: I mean, I don't know which one was filmed first, but yeah. I'm, I'm
1: going to guess the talking about the bigger one.
0: The one where he sees all the crazy shit?
1: i have to guess that.
0: Okay. While writing the screenplay, Robert Eggers was listening to hours of YouTube videos of subwoofer rumblings, waves crashing, wind blowing, and foghorns. I sat through this movie and the foghorns going constantly through the whole fucking movie uh-huh. and it was driving me insane. I felt my crazy coming. It was... Oh, Jesus Christ, I don't know how he did it. I don't know how he did it. <sighs> All the audio of Willem Dafoe's farts was added in post-production he he has some pretty amazing <laughs> fart scenes in this movie. <laughs> and so yeah, that those are the fun facts. There are actually so many, but I didn't have the room or time to gather all of them, but yeah, I picked I picked the best ones, most informative ones. Okay, so on to the review of The Lighthouse. As soon as you're graced with with Willem's presence, he farts. <laughs> that is my first first go to thought is like the first it's not like the first scene, but it's like right. when they're first dropped off and they're getting acclimated, it's just like <clears throat> <laughs> But it was like a great fart. It wasn't even like a sad one, it was a good one. I mean, is that silly for me to say? It was a good fart. No. I mean, I mean All the fart sounds were great. I'm very proud of them. I didn't make them, but I'm proud.
1: They couldn't make a movie on this level, you know, without nailing even that
0: yeah. yeah they literally nailed everything in this movie um and when robert gets in there uh he finds a hole in, in his mattress and inside the hole is a piece of scrimshaw which if you don't know what scrimshaw is because i never explained what a pram was <laughs> so i figured i would share what a scrimshaw was it is uh, whalebone ivory shells or other materials like that, adorned with carved and colored designs. So that's what Scrimshot is. For all you people that don't know, um, but Whalebone was most frequently used back then. So. This movie gets really weird really fast. It went from like zero to a thousand in the first couple scenes. Uh-huh. It went real quick. And it got real uncomfortable, <laughs> real fast.
1: Yeah, it probably would be like that in real life as well. I mean, especially if you're throwing two people together that don't know each other and they have to be alone for a whole month.
0: I mean, you know. yeah, there's that. And then there's the fact that they don't actually know each other. Yeah. This is the f- their first meeting and they're stuck with each other for a month. Uh-huh. It's fucking ape shit. Um but yeah, it gets really weird really fast. And the ambient sound besides the foghorn was had me with goosebumps I would say most of the movie. Mm. The ambient sound was absolute perfection. It set the mood. I didn't I wasn't distracted by any of it. It was just it puts you in the movie.
1: Uh-huh. I
0: feel like it just sort of sucked you in. I can't talk about this movie and not talk about how it was shot. So, this is for my um, camera nerds out there. I went a little geek on you. So, here we go. And I absolutely adore the way this movie is shot, it's crazy beautiful. So, since the film was set in 1890, it was shot on a 35 millimeter black and white double X 522 film all while arguing all while augmenting the Panavision Millennium XL2 camera with vintage Belter lenses from as early as 1918 and as late as 1938 this makes the aspect ratio approximately 1.9 to 1 which is practically square think uh, instagram uh, to enhance the image to make it resemble early photography, a custom cyan filter made by Schneider Filters emulated the look and feel of the orthochromatic film from the late 19th century. Whew, camera nerds, you're welcome. I think I did most of that in one breath, and I only messed up a little bit. So it's just a lot of numbers and letters. Yeah. It's a tongue twister. Yeah, and long words. Yeah. So you have Winslow, who is played by Robert Pattinson, and you have Tommy or Tom uh-huh. or Thomas, um, who is played by Willem Dafoe, and they sort of, not Willem so much, but um, Winslow, he gets very uh, irritated with uh, Tom yeah. very quickly, very quickly, like. Irrationally quick. Yeah. Like, I, I've i been in a situation where I was stuck working with somebody that I didn't want to work with or I didn't know and they were a complete dick. And I don't think I hated someone as fast as he hated this guy.
1: Yeah. But at the same time, it's definitely that, you know, he's the new guy and, you know, Tom is the veteran and Tom won't let him do... You know, any of the cool work, and he's stuck doing all the drum work. Oh,
0: he got to, he had to do the shittiest shit, literally. Mm. With the poops and the peas and the shits and the, oh my god. Yeah, I mean, I guess, but at the same time, I've been in that situation, and I've never been that angry with somebody so quickly. (laughs) Never, ever, ever. Willem is a very bossy boss, and I don't think, I think it's supposed to be more of a partnership, I think that's part yeah. of the reason why Robert's, you know, kind of irritated with him. Uh-huh. And, you know, and Willem tells him, Oh, you know, we'll have you up in the lighthouse in no time and blah, blah, blah. Just sort of giving him bullshit to sort of calm him. Because uh-huh. you can see it in his face that he's obviously fucking done with him. And it's been like 24 hours. Right. Yeah, so Robert's character also... Um, He wasn't a sailor. He didn't work in anything like that. He was a lumberjack. Uh, So this was all brand new to him. He had never done this before. So you got to see it from both aspects, I guess, right? Right. You don't put the new guy in the important part until you're ready to put him up there.
1: Right. But he could have at least started to show him how to do it.
0: I know. And, well, (sighs) I mean... He made him bring all that oil up there, <laughs> which was oh my god. Yeah, that was brutal. Yeah, that was horrible. It was like a, what? How many? What gallon drum would that be to you?
1: Uh, I don't know. Think, think small keg.
0: Yeah, it was like a like half a, keg. Like a wine keg. Oh, like a wine keg. Okay, yeah, of just oil, lugging it up 150 feet up into the air. Mm-hmm. Poor kid. I felt so bad for him because he was just like, take it back down. <laughs> <laughs> you could just use this little tiny cup thing. Yep. I was like, what a piece of shit. And, you know, he was new. I wish he would have told him. <laughs> I wish he would have been like, hey. Right,
1: you could have stopped him at the bottom of the stairs. I know. He could have
0: <laughs> He could have told him before he even thought of picking up the oil. Uh-huh. But, yeah. And part of Robert's or Winslow, Winslow's job would be to clean out the foghorn and keep it going.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, like, so the foghorn is playing through the whole movie, but depending on where you are on the island, whether you're inside or outside, also, the horn is, you know, either farther, or closer, louder, or quieter. So he's, like, inside the foghorn little house where, you know, the engine is, and he's feeding a coal, and it is just so loud. And it really tensed up my nerves. I'm tense talking about it right now, actually. I can't, like, my chest is shaking. Because I'm just remembering what it sounded like. But yeah, it was, like, the sound, I'm just, the sound was insane. It was insane. Part of their duties is to maintain the lighthouse itself on the outside. So they're painting the outside. And Willem's at the top holding the scaffolding sort of pulley system uh-huh. making sure that um, Robert doesn't fall to his death on the rocks below and so he starts being a dick <laughs> like I feel like I feel like he was half joking half serious being a dick
1: yeah.
0: I mean the way he was treating him Robert was kind of in panic mode and he wasn't moving I swear to god he wasn't moving on purpose right. <laughs> um, but Willem kept jerking the rope and eventually he fell it's the pulley snapped and he fell. And it was like, whoa. Yeah. And I was like, how is this going to go on? This dude just fell, you know, 75 feet. Which, I mean, doesn't sound like a lot. But have you fallen on your back 75 feet? <laughs> I would not be getting up from that. Yeah. So that was kind of a bullshitty thing that he did.
1: Well, like he didn't even like go down and check on him.
0: No, he left him there. <laughs> Which was, you know, wow. So... A question that came up in my head in the middle of this, this whole movie was, could you live in solitude? And could it could you just live just you and the cranky old bastard? For a month? For a month. Well, we'll get into that later, but for a month.
1: Maybe, maybe not on that island, because that yeah. island sucked. but, I mean, as long as I had enough shit to do.
0: I mean, he had tons of shit to do. Yeah, but I mean, like,
1: not like labor like he was doing, but like. Like, in my downtime, if I had enough stuff to occupy me. I mean, I, he did stuff to occupy me. Like, they didn't stuff. have a lot, well, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, back in those days. It like, was the 1890s. It's not like you, you had a bunch of books to read or, like, I mean, you know. I mean,
0: they did, but they didn't have cell phones, they didn't have internet, they didn't have right. connection to anybody else. Right. Which, I think, in my, in, in.
1: And the other thing, too, is, like, the schedules that they were on, they were on opposite sleep schedules, so it's like, you spent a lot of time alone.
0: Oh, yeah. And that's, that's the, yeah. No, no. But for me, I don't think I'd be able to do it. No. I think I'd go fucking crazy. First of all, if I was a lighthouse keeper, which, newsflash, when I was little, I wanted to be a lighthouse keeper. Just mm-hmm. saying. But, um, yeah, if I was a lighthouse keeper on said island in the middle of big water, which is a huge phobia of mine, uh, no. Mm-mm. It doesn't matter who I was with. I could be with my best friend and I'm going to end up cooking them in the oven, eating them because I'll just lose my bananas. I'll spill the beans. So he's, so Robert's doing a lot of um, fixing up ma- maintenance stuff and he starts like on his walks from the lighthouse to the foghorn hut to the supply hut. He sees like weird shit going down all the time. He sees mermaids, he sees dead bodies, he sees logs, he sees decapitation. He sees so much fucking weird shit just flashing in his head. I mean, he went crazy. And it was super unsettling. Mm
1: -hmm. The whole time the seagulls are fucking with him.
0: The whole time those seagulls wanted to fuck with him. Oh my god. (laughs) It was... And eventually he snapped on those seagulls. Oh yeah. Holy fuck did he snap... I've never... I've never, like, thought of the concept of being so angry at a seagull <laughs> and doing what he did to that seagull. It was pretty brutal. It was brutal! I was like, oh, it hurts. I know no animals were harmed during the making of this movie. Just saying. <laughs> Eventually, after a couple weeks, they start fighting over the light, and it gets really tense between the two of them. I mean, they ha- and and, like, the way the emotions run... In this movie, it's like, okay, calm and quiet, and then it's just like spikes to super intense, and then drops to like almost borderline friendship, and then spikes back up to intense hate for each other.
1: I feel like the alcohol had a lot to do with that.
0: Well, um, yes, alcohol is not a friend of Winslow's. No. Um. Not. Not at all. And he just goes nanners um, when he's drunk, which is a sign of alcoholism.
1: Yeah.
0: He, it's severe alcoholism he has. Um, and it's like, like in the beginning, he's he's very much, no, he, you can tell that he's sober and he doesn't partake anymore. Right. Been there, done that. But eventually, after, what, uh, three weeks and six days... He was like, you know what? Let's celebrate. And that's when everything sort of takes an even more violent roller coaster ride. Yeah. Because they get shit-faced, and then they're best friends, and they're dancing, and then they're fighting, and then they're hugging and slow dancing, and then they're fighting, and then it's just never-ending. Just ups and downs and ups and downs. And it was literally making me sick. Like, it was... It was so tense because you literally had no idea what was going to happen next. Liter- I had no clue. I walked into this movie kind of blind. I mean, I know the real story and I've watched a couple other movies, which we'll talk about later, right. um, but this one, and it took you for a wild fucking ride, Yeah. like all emotions all across the board and then straight to crazy town. <laughs> it was crazy. So they get blackout drunk. And one of my happiest moments is when Winslow goes out and he has to take the uh, chamber pots out and throw them, you know, empty them out in the ocean.
1: After a heavy night of drinking.
0: After an extreme night of drinking. And he is, you could tell he's hungover and he's just sick to his stomach. And he just, (laughs) he goes and I'm like screaming at the TV. Do not throw it into the wind. He threw it into the wind
1: Yeah.
0: and it went right in his face and he lost his fucking mind. He lost his fucking mind. And I was like, I mean, yeah, don't throw shit into the wind. Yeah. Like I said, the foghorn, the foghorn is like literally the whole movie all the way through. Mm-hmm. Very, very repetitive. And, ex- and it makes the tension of the whole movie just <laughs> way up in the air. And by the way, that foghorn is period accurate. By the way, mm-hmm. they spent a lot of time on that to make it perfect. So I appreciate that they kept and they kept a lot of shit period accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know me in period movies, I will call them out mm-hmm. if anything is fucked up. But no, nope, this movie was pretty dead on. So after a bit of time, um, and after their Drunk party, um, there's this massive, 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 massive storm on the day they're supposed to be picked out. And which boats don't usually go out in hurricane force winds, so they're stuck together. <sighs> yeah. And it gets ugly. And I mean, all of a sudden, like, you know, it's the next day, he's going through his routine, he's going through his routine. And then he, like, lost his shit again. Willem lost his shit. Not Willem. <laughs> Sorry, Willem, you didn't lose your shit. Uh, Robert lo- loses his shit again. And he apparently lost a considerable amount of time. Yeah. And there was a lot of lies and distrust was starting to really seep in between the two. So they didn't trust each other anymore at all. Not that they trusted each other much to begin with, Mm -hmm. but at all. So Winslow is like almost like a little kid. Like he gets like hyperactive when he's, when he's been drinking and he gets like that really excited, jumping up and down, talking really fast, lots of hand motions, kind of childish way about him. And he just really wanted a steak. Yeah. (laughs) That was an amazing part. I mean the little things were great and the, the big chunks were mind blowing, but right. this is one of the little parts that I really enjoyed is the fact that he really wanted a fucking steak. Yeah. Super bad. Like real bad. <clears throat> I won't exclaim I won't I won't tell you exactly what he says about the steak, but he really wants that goddamn steak. <laughs> Winslow, um, you know, they're talking about food and whatnot. And he ends up hurting Tom's feelings <laughs> yeah. about the whole, just uh, this lobster, his cooking, a little bit. it hurt his feelings. And you saw it. And it, Willem's face, he's so like, his face is so, I don't know. It projects emotion really well. Uh-huh. And you could just see in his face how heartbroken he was that Winslow didn't like his fucking lobster. Right. And you could, he was just like on the verge of tears and then all of a sudden it was straight up anger and he put a sea curse that was beautifully spoken. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. I don't ever want to hear anyone else do this curse except for Willem Dafoe. It was beautiful. And he curses Winslow, yep. which I mean, it's an old, you know, old sailor thing. They do that shit. So, yeah,
1: it was, it was quite long too.
0: Yeah. Well, very, it was two minutes. Very
1: wordy. <laughs> it was two
0: minutes of not blinking and cursing somebody. Yeah. Um, that's the point in which he does not blink. <laughs> right. Right. I gotta say though, uh, Robert Pattinson, I've seen him in Twilight movies mm-hmm. just because I had to see who he was. Cause at the, you know, when those movies came out, he was like a thing and all the girls were like throwing their underwear at their TVs for him. And I didn't understand. <laughs> so I watched I watched the first Twilight movie. And oh, I was like, okay. Um,
1: I've still never seen it. <laughs> I know.
0: But, I mean... And then in Harry Potter... I barely even remember him.
1: I didn't even know he was in it.
0: Wow. And then, yeah. So I was like... When I came into this movie, I wasn't expecting a lot from him. At all. I mean... I, I I expected Twilight.
1: I've heard people say he's a good actor.
0: Like he's done other things, but I really didn't give him a chance.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I think when he was given this part and the opportunity to basically do whatever the fuck he wanted to make this character come to life, I feel like he really embraced it and he went fucking full force into Crazy town. Mm-hmm. and he pulled off Crazy Person so fucking well. Yeah, I mean... Oh my god. This
1: movie should definitely open up some roles to him.
0: I hope so. I fucking pray. Because, like, he can make a, you know, a vampire bullshit movie and then he can come out with something like this, which will disturb you it's quite disturbing the the visual aspect of it and watching someone deteriorate like that is Uh incredibly disturbing i feel like if he were to be paired up with willem dafoe and um eggers again they could make another amazing movie like this yeah this movie i really didn't expect much from it (laughs) I promise you. I mean, it was beautifully shot, and that's what piqued my interest, is I saw a promotional video for it or something, and I was like, oh, shit, I got to see, I got to at least see this. Whether I'm going to like it or not, I don't know. But, yeah, I went on a rant. I'm sorry. I rant when I like things. Very sorry. But, yes, Robert Pattinson plays an amazing crazy person. Yeah. Uh, Amazing. Like this. Wow. Although,
1: so does Defoe.
0: A default we already know he plays good crazy.
1: He's played crazy a few times.
0: He's amazing at crazy. He's got crazy face. Like the most crazy face. Like he's he reminds me of the man who laughs. Uh-huh. With that giant smile. Uh-huh. So many teeth in his mouth. <laughs> oh But he's so he's yeah, he's amazing. And he can go from absolutely terrifying to oh look at the little cute grandpa with the beard. Uh-huh. It was amazing. So, they start drinking kerosene. Uh, Thought I'd just drop that in your lap. (laughs) They put honey in it, though. And that was a thing that people did in times of, uh... Uh, you know. They didn't have any alcohol. (laughs) Um, it's not a time of need, really, but... Doesn't seem like the healthiest option, but... No, it'll fuck you up. That's gonna tear your guts out, man. So they get drunk on kerosene. And... They get real sloppy. Oh, yeah. Like Chippewa Street, shoes all off, naked feet on the pavement, sloppy, crying, drunk. Like, it is bad. Uh-huh. Oof. Yeah. And they went from, again, trying to kill each other to holding each other. <laughs> I was like, you guys need to decide whether you hate each other or not. Because, yeah. like, my body couldn't handle it. I'm shaking again because even talking about the tension is like... Ugh. After their gross kerosene adventure and some really epic fight scenes between them I mean, the verbal fights were great and the physical stuff that they did was like... Whoa. Right. After the big storm um, it was fucking amazing. I don't know. It's, it's This movie's got like that whole shining vibe i mean it's like the ambient music is just spot on the visuals the filming techniques the lighting everything is absolutely perfect for this movie like i don't even have one single complaint about this whole movie the ending made me nauseous (laughs) (laughs) just because i mean i don't i don't get emotion from movies so when i get a movie that gives me emotion i like want to share it with the world i get so fucking excited about it and i've been dancing up and down all day thinking about making this stupid episode <laughs> but yeah i mean the ending it was loud yeah it was loud so brace yourself loud and bright but it was like mind-blowing and disturbing and full-on crazy town And I'm trying not to give away any spoilers for this whole movie, because I truly think anybody could enjoy this movie. If you just walk in with an open mind. You gotta have an open mind, or else it's not gonna work. Right. You don't even have to know the backstory of this movie to know, I mean, to enjoy it. So. Nah. I mean, you barely know the backstory, but...
1: Nah, I mean, I know a little bit of the backstory, and I knew some from... The other movie that we watched yeah. you know but even then the stories are different from, very from that movie to this one
0: okay so let's get into that the other movie we watched mm-hmm. when this movie was being made i believe um or just just about to be released i think i think it was like a month before that i went on the lookout for a bootleg <laughs> of this movie because <laughs> i really wanted to see it um I could not find it, so I stumbled across another movie called The Lighthouse, and I read the descriptor on it, and it was the very much closer to real life editation of what happened in uh, Wales. Yeah. That movie stuck pretty close to the the regular old uh, story, um, whereas this one is more of an artistic approach to it. Mm-hmm. I mean. The there were ext- there were super similarities between the two. I'd say, mm-hmm. like the alcohol and finding the stash, and yeah. you know, the importance of the light and the huge storm. Like it, they kept, yep. you know, they kept it pretty, pretty close together. So the other movie was more of a. It wasn't a horror movie. It was like a drama. Yeah, more of a drama. It was a, it was a slightly more intense gi- drama. Yeah. I mean, and it stuck very close to the original um, story as as it was recorded back then. Right. And takes place in Wales, obviously, where this one takes place in, not in New England. Right? Was it New England? Yeah, New England. Yeah. So this one's in America. That one's in, you know, not America. So, and they both go awry. About the same kind of way. I mean, no. I mean, obviously, this lighthouse goes awry very quickly.
1: Right.
0: But when it comes to that that last quarter of the movie, when everything is really going to shit, uh, and all that really weird shit starts going on,
1: yeah.
0: it's like the same, almost the same, minus the extremely weird fucking shit.
1: Right.
0: Um, this movie stores a lot of crazy whereas the other movie which goes by the same title the lighthouse um, it was released in 2015 i think something like that 2015 2016 that one not as crazy obviously because it was it was trying to tell the true story yeah, i think
1: I, I think that one shows you more like like we talked about earlier with like what could happen you know between two people in isolation yeah you know, and then then, like you know shit does start going bad, you know, like how it can mentally affect you like like as a realistic concept rather than you know like like you say this one's more artistic, you know, like they obviously did things you know to to push it over more towards that you know little horror you know aspect of it, mm-hmm. you know, where the other one is just more like real life, you know. This is how things can go badly real quick in real life.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I mean both movies are just fine and dandy with me. Mm-hmm. I mean I do like the newer version of the lighthouse, <laughs> <laughs> only because it's it's more my thing. Um, but the other one I liked, I liked just as well. I mean
1: yeah,
0: yeah. I mean you can check out both movies, but yeah. So we ended up watching that movie before we saw this movie, but we already basically knew the story mm-hmm. of this island. So, but yeah, that's uh, that's all there is on that. Yeah. We went through the whole movie, and you got to hear me rant, and you got to hear me shake, and I bet the microphone shook a little bit because I was shivering because I get really tense when I talk about this movie. <laughs> so, what is your score?
1: I gotta give this
0: one a five. Five whole pa- Uh, Yeah, I agree with that. 150,000%. This is a five paw movie. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck, if I could give it more than five paws. If I had <laughs> more than five paws, I would give it more. <laughs> but I don't. I only have five. Fantastic. I'm sorry. I've just been thinking about this movie since we watched it. We watched it, what, on New Year's Eve? hmm And it was just magic. Absolute fucking magic so yes that's this on that and this is that on that the end really <laughs> if you want to uh, talk to us you can always email us at doubled night at gmail.com uh, you can find us at double D movie night on Instagram or movie underscore double on Twitter uh, we also have a Facebook group uh, Double D movie night just put it in the search bar and we'll pop up we're the only one there with a zombie holding headphones. <laughs> and, yeah, that's it. I think we did it. Yes, I'm really did. tense right now. I'm in a lot of pain because <laughs> my arms are like, <coughs> and my chest is. <coughs> <coughs> All right. I think it's time for me to have something to drink. <laughs> okay, well, that's it, I guess. So, bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed this podcast, please remember to follow, review, and rate us on your favorite podcast app.